Welcome to the Curiosity Podcast, a show about everything e-commerce and digital business. The aim is simple, to help you thrive online. And now, your host, Matt Edmondson. Hello, my fellow e-commerce entrepreneurs. My name is Matt Edmondson, and this show is for those of us who are curious about e-commerce and want to know how to get better at doing digital business. Coming up in today's show, we are talking about Black Friday. That's right, the single busiest shopping day of the retail calendar, or at least it is at the time of recording this podcast. Uh, and you know what? It's just a few months away. So now is the time to start planning. We're going to get into that, how to figure out uh, what to do with Black Friday. We're going to talk about all kinds of things to do with Black Friday. It's going to be fascinating. As always, there will be show notes uh, on the the website mattedmondson.com and you can uh, download those or you can read those to your heart's content. Just turn it over to mattedmondson.com and they will be there. That's right. And any links that I mentioned in today's show will also be uh, in the show notes. And uh, while you're there on the website, you will notice uh, there is a new link called courses. Uh, and if you click on that link, you get an opportunity to sort of just give me your name and email address and we'll let you know when the courses are coming out because we are not far away. That's right. They are coming soon. We'll just put in the finishing touches on our new product course um, called the Jam Jar Funnel. Uh, this is the second version of this course. Let me tell you, we've re-recorded it uh, and redone it to, to make sense for the modern e-commerce entrepreneur. It's basically all about how to find products to sell online. How do you find those high demand products to sell on your website? Even if you've never really sold anything online before, how do we figure it out? Well, we get into all that in the course. And if you head on over to the site now, give us your name and email address because you have been early in registering. When they come out, we'll send you a little code. Uh, which you can use to get a discount. So it's worth doing. That's all on the site at mattedmondson.com. And it is time to thank this show's sponsor. The show is sponsored by Curious Digital, uh, which is an experience-based e-commerce platform that I use to run and grow my own e-commerce business. That's right. We use it on my very own websites. I use it on all our collab project websites, so all the sites that I partner in. Uh, they also use Curious Digital. It is an amazing platform. Um, so if you're looking for a new digital platform, whether you're doing an e-commerce business or even if you're just doing a straightforward site, uh, be sure to check it out uh, at curious.digital. Coming soon in one of the latest releases, you will be able to also sell through that platform digital courses, as I will. As I mentioned, you know, we're doing the Jam Jar Funnel course. All of that is being run on the KD platform, on the Curious Digital platform. And uh, you should definitely check that out. We've got some great stuff coming for those of you did who do digital content like the courses um and uh it's it's all coming out soon so yeah i guess i'm beta testing that which is quite exciting right it's quite good fun so uh but let's uh let's get let's get into it let's get into the show shall we, shall we talk about black friday i think talking about black friday will be good given that that is in fact the title of the show think about black friday but maybe think about it differently now Here's the key point to today's podcast, and it's real simple. You can't avoid it. You can't avoid Black Friday if you're an e-commerce 
entrepreneur, right? It is the busiest day in the retail calendar where shopping is concerned. And it it seems to be like a modern phenomenon that's sort of come out over the last few years. And uh, man alive, is it, a, is it a good thing? So, well, is it a good thing? We're going to get into that, actually. Let's not make that assumption. But we are going to talk about Black Friday. Uh, I remember... I remember a few years ago uh, when Black Friday was just starting to really take off. I think it was like the second, maybe the third Black Friday we'd had in the UK. And um, and I remember watching the sales report for our e-commerce websites on that day. Um, And I just had the report refreshing all the time. And every time I refreshed it, we'd sold more and we'd sold more to the point where we did over a hundred grand in one day. It was, let me tell you, nuts. I mean, proper beyond nuts, nuts. <laughs> when you sell that amount of product in one day, I'd never seen anything like it. And from that day forward to this day, I've kind of realized, you know what? I just cannot avoid Black Friday under any circumstances. And there are two ways to think about Black Friday, aren't there? Well, there's probably more than two, but we're going to think about two. Uh, that is to just go for it on Black Friday um, and see what you can do. And the other idea is to maybe do Black Friday a little bit differently. So we want to get into that as well, because I appreciate that when it comes to Black Friday, it's not it's not actually as, if I can use a pun, as black and white um, as we first think. And there are some things I think that we have to think about as retailers uh, where Black Friday is concerned uh, to go, you know what, do I, do I even actually want to be involved in this? So, uh, we're going to get into that. Now, <clears throat> if you don't know, Black Friday falls on November the 29th, uh, this year, November 29th, which for many is, especially in the UK, is just after payday this year, which means, well, we could see even bigger numbers, um, uh, of online sales. I know a lot of businesses are going to be stepping up their Black Friday sales to get that share of consumer spending. Because it used to be years ago, you know, sales would start to increase, um, start ramping up for Christmas around September time. Um, and you always sort of had to think about September to start getting your Christmas sales. Uh, and it, there's this phenomenon now where people have sort of put their buying off more towards the Black Friday end of the year. So um, the sales uh, or the spending period seems to have offset itself, which um, throws up a whole bunch of obstacles, actually, if you're a retailer, um, if you think about it, because what you used to rely on in September, October time actually has now been offset until November. And so it's um, it means cash flow can be a little bit tricky. So this is why I say you need to start thinking about it now because we need to start planning uh, for what is going on ahead. Now, let me give you some stats. Um, Every year, year after year, the number of Black Friday shoppers has steadily increased, right? Um, I mean, steadily increased. We're talking hundreds of millions of people are online Black Friday shopping. And it has clearly changed consumer habits, right? Uh, Yet despite Black Friday being such a crucial day now for retail business um, and the economy in general, research is actually starting to show that consumers are calling for what I call, uh, suffering from what I call Black Friday fatigue, right? There's just like, it was was a phenomenon I observed last year where, um, maybe for the last two years, I've noticed it more and more. People are getting so bombarded with emails on Black Friday that they just don't read any of them. Um, and 
it's getting harder and harder and harder now to get people in on Black Friday. Uh, you've got to, you know, people are trying to get catchier headlines and bigger deals and maybe they're starting Black Friday earlier or whatever it is just to try and get somebody to come through to their website because I think people are suffering from this Black Friday fatigue. So how do we approach Black Friday and such a saturated market? Now, uh, in reality, there are two main options uh, that you can do. You can either stand out or stand down. Okay, you can stand out or stand down. So what do I mean by that? You can stand out to get the biggest share of consumer spending as possible, or you can stand down and just not really be involved in Black Friday at all. Uh, And you might think that's a little bit dangerous, um, you may feel pressured to do Black Friday, but let me let you into a little secret. We at Jersey don't really do Black Friday anymore. We do have uh, something called the 12 Days of Christmas, which we'll get into, but we don't do the crazy Black Friday offers that we used to do. And I'll tell you the main reason why. Well, there's two main reasons, actually. Um, and we're going to talk with Michelle later after the news. And Michelle is the director of Jersey Beach Company. Um, And we're going to get into why Jersey doesn't really do Black Friday anymore. Um, And the two main reasons. One, um, I just, I'm not convinced it makes business sense. Uh, And two, well, you've got to ask the question about the morals uh, and the ethics of Black Friday. That's not to say if you do it, I think you're morally bankrupt. That's not it at all. But from my point of view, um, there were some things that I wanted to think about and not just get into this a uh, whole wave of let's let's just try and get people to spend as much as is humanly possible on a single day in the calendar year. Especially after I saw things like the TVs, you know, people punching each other in the face over TV discounts that weren't actually that great in stores. Um, I've not really, you don't really get that on the internet, I suppose. Uh, but there is the question, you know, you have to think about in terms of consumer debts and all that sort of stuff. So we'll get into that with Michelle. But before we do, um, there's a few ideas that I just wanted to run through my top 10 tips, if you like, for dealing with Black Friday uh, and how to get the most out of it for your business. So top tip number one, uh, I've already mentioned, you need to start planning now. So get ahead of the curve and start planning for Black Friday now, especially if you haven't started planning already. Uh, Get your skates on, to quote Jen from our last podcast. Uh, From uh, when when we talked with Jen last week, uh, when I said I've talked with Jen uh, and we talked about Christmas, you'll know that actually shoppers are starting their holiday shopping and researching for Black Friday sales in October. So you've got September to plan, October to promote, uh, and November to just get out there and capitalize on it, right? So plan your products and your promotional calendar, your marketing emails, all of that sort of stuff. You've got to start planning now. My top tip number two would be be competitive and apply the right discounts. Now, my observation here is that consumers are becoming more and more immune to discounts. Um, What I mean by that is uh, you see it a lot uh, in the UK with sofa shops, you know, where they try and sell you a couch or a settee or a sofa or whatever you call it in your part of the world. Um, but they're, they're, they're seemingly on sale always, right? They're always at 30% off, 40% off to the point now when you go into those stores, you're like, yeah, I know that's what it says. And I know there's some law, which means you've had to have sold this somewhere at 
full price for at least a week, but we just know that this is not really 50% off. And they use those tactics all the time to draw people in, and we, we sort of come immune to it. And this is true, I think, with uh, businesses online. And so you can regularly find your products um, or the products that you want to buy online, probably for around 10 to 20% off, right? That's one of the beautiful things about uh, online shopping is it is cheaper to buy the products. Well, in theory, it should be cheaper. Um, but because you continually get these discounts, if someone comes off and says, well, we'll give you whatever, 10, 15, 20% off on Black Friday, it doesn't really mean that much, especially because retail in the UK and in Europe at the moment is such a challenging environment. The chances are they've seen those discounts already because retailers are trying to drum up uh, that business. Um, so if you are going to use discounts, be competitive and apply the right discounts um, and use your landing pages to clearly display your discounts. Make it really, really obvious um, uh, what people are getting and why they should shop with you on Black Friday and how it's different maybe to what has been done previously. Top tip number three, offer targeted promotions instead of site-wide sales to protect your profit margins. Now, what I mean by this is um, if you're going to do discounts, don't feel like you have to discount every single product on your website. Granted, that's the easy thing to do <laughs> and it's very tempting just to go, oh, you know what, we'll just give 20% off site-wide on Black Friday. Um, but you've got to remember for every discount you give, that's coming straight out of your profits, right? Especially if you're using other platforms to sell like Amazon or, uh, you know, these are the platforms, they protect their profit margins. So if you're going to discount, guess what? It is coming out of your pocket. So, um one of the ways that you can protect yourself and not lose out too much is to offer targeted promotions. So don't do site-wide discounts. Do very strategic targeted promotions um, on certain products maybe, uh, and not just the boring, slow-moving products either. I mean, you're going to have to choose carefully what's going to work for you. Uh, but definitely think about maybe doing targeted promotions. Um, I've seen companies go crazy on Black Friday just to try and get the traffic. They're offering... Uh, such big discounts that actually they've taken every single ounce of profit out of it. So it makes no difference whether they sell anything other than they're converting stock back into cash, uh, which is, you know, it's a risky strategy for a long-term business, let me tell you. So top tip number four, it's not just about discounts. I really want to emphasize this point because this is what Black Friday's become synonymous with. Um, but it's not necessary. Now, if we look at the trends from Amazon Prime Day a few months ago uh, and the research there, um, we came across something on uh, Marketing Land which basically said, well, discounted products saw the largest average period-over-period -period revenue increases. Um, quite a lot of products weren't discounted on Prime Day and still saw significant growth. Now, what do I mean by this? So, Let's say um, you're, you're selling a product on Black Friday and you could discount it um, or you could not discount it. Well, the stats tell us from Prime Day, if you do discount it, you will sell more of that product. Um, but if you don't discount it, you will also sell more of that product, just not as much as you would sell had you have discounted it. So um, the stats say that typically people saw about an 800% increase uh in the previous year sales 
if they discounted, whereas if they didn't, they saw a 500% increase uh, on year-on-year sales if they didn't discount. So what this is telling you is that discount sales, but not discounting also sales. And the reason for that, and this is really important, is because people are generally in a buying mood around Black Friday, around that time of year. They are in the mood to buy things. They've been saving up. They've been thinking about Christmas. They're ready to buy. Sure, if you've got a discount, that will help. But if you haven't and you're still doing your great service and your great value, then you should still see an uplift in sales. Now, what that will be for you, obviously, you need to uh, I, I wish I had the crystal ball, which could tell you, but unfortunately, I don't. But what I am saying to you is when it comes to Black Friday, consumers are ready to buy. They're in more of a buying frenzy, if you like. So you can feed that by discounting, but you can also capitalize on it, not through necessarily through discounting, um, but you could add value in other ways, which takes those ready to buy buyers and brings them to your site, right? So um, if you've been uh, doing your customer service well and offering a great service to your clients throughout the year, then you should just see a general uplift in sales anyway, which has been our experience the last few years. My top tip number five, Black Friday is not just a day of sales, but it is now a week long, uh, weekend long, should I say, event, okay? And this is important. Um in 2017, actually, there was a 4% in sales from 2016 on Black Friday. This, is, this was quite interesting data. Um, so in 2017, sales fell by 4% based on 2016. But when you looked at the weekend as a whole, sales in 2017 was significantly higher um, than the year before. Okay, almost a third higher than 2015. So um, that's a lot. That's a big difference. So what that tells me is um, people are uh, moving more from just one day to a weekend long event. So they're still buying the Thursday, they buy on the Friday, they buy on the Saturday, the Sunday and the Monday. And one of the trends we even observed last year is a lot of people doing Black Friday a week or two weeks early to try and sort of jump the queue, if you like. And you can do things like that. But just bear in mind that Black Friday is not just a day now. It is a weekend. So think more of four or five days versus just one day, okay? Uh, because the data tells us that actually you can make it up. And in fact, there's if sales fall technically on Black Friday, this is where I think consumers are going, you know what, I'm all Black Friday'd out. I don't need to see another email. I'm just going to ignore them and maybe do some browsing over the weekend. So uh, yeah, think weekend, not just one day. Okay, top tip number six, prepare for an increase in traffic. Um, so, you know, if people are in a buying frenzy, um, but if I want for a better expression, but people who are in a better mood to buy products. And if you are going to uh, do stuff on Black Friday, if you're going to draw in people, make sure, and this is an obvious, but oh, oh, let me tell you the amount of people that don't do this uh, is just unbelievable. But it's, it's obvious, but often overlooked. It's probably the best way to describe it. And that is this, keep... Uh, keep in mind your server. It has to be prepared for the spike in traffic. Um, and the site speed needs to be, you know, your site needs to be able to cope and keep speeds up for the increased amount of traffic. So if you're on a slow server already coming up for Black Friday, 
Oh my goodness, you need to sort that out before Black Friday because really, especially on that weekend, no one's got the patience uh, to wait for your slow site to sort of load up. Uh, And you'll lose a lot of valuable business, let me tell you, if your site is slow. So do check it um, and check your site speed, okay? And if you want to know how to do that, just go to Google just um, and then Google Page Speed Insights, right? That's just what you type in the Google bar. Page Speed Insights. It will take you to a Google service, put your web address in, and it will tell you how your website speed is on both mobile and desktop. It's invaluable data. Go and have a look at it and see how you're doing and then see what you need to do for Black Friday. Okay. Tip, top tip, let's put it top tip number seven. If you can't compete with the big business, uh, which, you know, who can really when it comes to, uh, when it comes to discount, if that's one of the areas where you struggle, um, then you can create some interest in your business by sacrificing some of your old stock or inventory or inventory. Uh, depending on whereabouts you are in the world. You have to pronounce words in like three or four different ways with an international audience. It's really quite interesting. Anyway, um, if you, we've done this quite a bit on Jersey. Uh, you can take advantage of Black Friday and uh, Cyber Monday in that weekend to um, offer, if you're going to offer discounts, do heavy discounts on old stock, right? That you just need to get shot of. Um, so then in your advertising and marketing, you can say up to 75% off or whatever it is to get people through to your site. Um, or you could even give away old stock. Like if you buy this product, you get this product for free. Um, and people go, Oh, I've got a free product that was worth whatever, 50 bucks. And now I've got it for free. Uh, you know, so not only can you, you not only does that sort of sort out your stock, but obviously customers get sample products, they get extra value and they're super, super happy. So that's one of the ways that you can uh, add value is to look at what's not moved off your shelves. Um, and do something with that. Now, obviously, if people aren't buying it because it's rubbish uh, or not any good in the first place, you might not want to do this strategy. But if it's pretty reasonable products and people just aren't buying it because they don't know it, it's an unfamiliar brand, you've not really marketed it before, um, the price point may be too high, whatever the reason is, um, but you know fundamentally it's a good product, then you know, take this opportunity, get the samples of it out there and see what people think and say and get the reviews back on it. Etc. You know the scoop. Top tip number eight. And this is about, again, thinking about doing Black Friday differently. I have been inspired uh, by Patagonia, who donates all of their Black Friday sales to charity. That, I think, is uh, extraordinarily generous. And you could um, look at doing something that supports a charity uh, by donating a portion of your sales, or if you want to be like Patagonia and donate all your sales to charity, uh, then have a look at something like that. What could you do that maybe says, you know what, I'm not going to discount this product by 20%, but every time someone buys it, we will donate that 20% to such and such charity, right? And we really want to fundraise whatever um, amount, whatever target you set, and make sure the charity makes sense for your organization. So if you're um, a website that is doing plastic-free stuff, maybe you want to raise charity for um, getting rid of plastic waste from the ocean. If you're, um, you know, if you're like us with a beauty site, there are plenty of sites out there um, that support this kind of stuff. Like I really like how the Red Cross um, does training, makeup training for people who have had facial surgery and, you know, they really help people sort of um, 
get their confidence with using makeup after serious facial trauma. So um, something like that is really great. You know, uh, whatever makes sense for your industry uh, and your customers and your tribe are really going to connect with and vibe with. Have a look at that. You know, maybe you could do something like that. Top tip number nine is simply do nothing. That's right. I mentioned it. You don't even have to participate uh, in Black Friday. I appreciate there is a massive pressure to do so. Um, but actually, if you're listening to this, maybe, maybe you just need to take a bit of time out and think about it and save the discounts for Christmas instead. Or companies like IKEA, Asda, Marks and Spencer, Selfridges, Apple Next and Primark are just some of the brands in the UK that have opted out of doing Black Friday. And you know what? They're okay. We've opted out of it in previous years. Um, and you know what? Whilst we've not done the sales, our profits have been an awful lot better, let me tell you. So um, you don't necessarily have to do uh, anything. You don't have to jump on the bandwagon if that makes sense for your business. There is there is some arguments say, actually, there's there's good reasons to promote that you're not doing it. There's a company that I've been connected with for a number of years, really like them, Tradecraft. They're a fair trade organization and they specialize in ethical products and fair trade products. Well, they didn't ever, they've not done Black Friday um, because the more they discount, the more the, uh, the more the you know suppliers suffer. And the whole point of fair trade is everybody gets paid a, paid a fair wage, right? Um, and so they came up with a campaign which they ran for a number of years called Just Friday, um, just as in justice for all, uh, for all the suppliers, um, but also just as in it's only a Friday, guys. You don't have to get crazy. And you know what? Their sales always went up, but they never discounted uh, on Just Friday. And it was a great campaign to run. So you could do something which is in the opposite spirit. Okay, and top tip number 10 is learn top tip number four, which is, uh, I don't know if you've seen that movie, The Karate Kid, um, where Mr. Miyagi turns to Daniel and says, says, listen, uh, the two rules of karate are this. Rule number one is karate is for defense only. Rule number two is first learn rule number one. Uh, So it's a little bit like that. Rule number 10 is learn rule number four, which is, if you remember, it is not just about discounts. You don't um, remember the stats from Prime Day. Yes, if you discount, you may increase your sales, but you don't have to discount to get those increase in sales because people are ready to buy anyway. There are alternatives and different ideas that you could look at where you increase value, um, you promote charity, you do all of those kind of things. Uh, That was, in essence, rule number four. It's not just about discount. So there are my top 10 tips. Now, there are no right or wrong ways to do Black Friday. As consumers, we know we are going to be completely bombarded by companies competing to give us the best offers that they have, right? You know, and I know we are going to get 10,000 emails on Black Friday, but that doesn't mean I'm going to go to all 10,000 websites. I generally pick websites that I know uh, and and connect with those guys. I, sp- I spend quite a lot of time just deleting emails on Black Friday, if I'm honest with you. Um, to be fair, and actually this is maybe top tip number 11, because uh, this could be a free one, actually. I'm just going to throw this one in there. If you run an e-commerce website, um, whenever you get an email promoting Black Friday, I would suggest you keep it and file it uh, away 
So when you're searching for ideas for next year, you can go through that folder of emails and see what other people have been doing, especially your competitors, right? You really want to know what they did. Look at that. Did it work well for them? What could you learn from it? What could help you? There's so much free learning that you can get from just subscribing to everybody's emails. Now, I appreciate you might not want all these emails on Black Friday, but it's literally, like I say, move them into a folder and come back to them next year. What's good? What's bad? What do you like? What do you not like? How could that help you with your own Black Friday campaigns? That's free. That's that's all added in. That's all top tip number 11. Um, so yeah, make sure you do that because you know what? We are going to get bombarded. Uh, and so consumers, they just, they just want a reason to give you cash. And it's not just about discounts. Um, there are lots of reasons why they would give you cash, especially if you're a great company to begin with. But like it or not, Black Friday is part of the holiday shopping season. And despite the Black Friday fatigue, it isn't going away anytime soon. So do make sure you plan and think about it and get it moving. Do let me know what ideas you've got coming up. I uh, would love to hear from you, especially if you found something that's worked really, really well. Get in touch. Connect with me on Instagram or Facebook or all those kind of platforms and let me know. I would love to hear uh, your thoughts and ideas about Black Friday. We're now going to get into the news. And then after that, you're going to want to stick around and listen to my interview with Michelle as we talk all things Black Friday. We are now going to take a few minutes to stop, pause, and review this week's e-commerce news. Matt, did you know that Nike has a whole line of clothing and shoes that are made from recycled plastic bottles? I did not know that, actually. Do they advertise that? Do they? No, they don't. And actually, they have a really good reason why they don't do that. According to Science Daily, I was reading that um, recent research shows that when mainstream brands advertise using visual cues, suggesting that the product is environmentally friendly or green, consumers may actually evaluate the product as being less effective as opposed to a niche green brand. Oh, wow. So if you're Nike and you make stuff out of recycled plastic bottles, you just do it, but don't tell people about it because they think it's not going to be as good. Yeah, they just keep it under the radar. Well, that's fascinating. So unless you're a niche green brand. Uh, wow. OK, so I guess the lesson here is if you um, if you're a mainstream brand, just keep what your recycled stuff is down on the download, right? Just don't tell as many people. Yeah. That surprised me, actually. What's the next bit? The next one. Do you use the app TikTok? No. No. Because I'm over the age of 25. Okay. (laughs) That I knew. Okay. Um, So there's an article on HubSpot which says that many big brands have started using it as a marketing tool to create fun and brand awareness videos. Uh, That wouldn't surprise me. I think if if you have a client base or a customer base which is under the age of 25 then TikTok is one of those platforms you should definitely be looking at, right? Because it's it's taken off in quite a big way over recent months. Yeah, because I just thought it was something, when it first came out, I thought it was just something kind of fun, kind of weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I didn't expect it to um, become this big and be start, like, get... Yeah. Yeah. It seems tool. to become popular with um, what I call Gen Z people because it's less, um, what did they say? It was less cynical, than the likes of Twitter, because obviously you go on Twitter, everything's cynical on Twitter. Mm. Um, and so it's less cynical. 
which I find quite an interesting statement that they've made. So yeah, I've, I don't use it, but I've definitely come across it. And I've thought, well, if I ever do sell products to anybody under the age of 25, if that becomes my market, it would definitely be a platform that I would be looking mm. at right now. It's interesting. what I could do. So I'm not surprised many of the big brands have started to do that. What's next? CrossFit Games. CrossFit. Love I know CrossFit. you're a huge CrossFit Love fan. Love CrossFit. So I'll let half, you talk. Half the people listening <laughs> to the podcast have just switched off. Oh, he's one of those CrossFit <laughs> tossers. I'm just not having that on my radio. Uh, I'm, I'm not... I'm not one of those. I'm not a maniac about it, but I do like CrossFit. And I did go to the CrossFit Games last year. I read on Morning Chalk Up that for the first time ever, CrossFit Games was being streamed outside of their usual media partners into 11 different languages Mm -hmm. this last year. Well, first and foremost, I'm impressed you're reading Morning Chalk Up. Uh, Thank you. you. Why would you not be right? Uh, But it's true this year CrossFit did something remarkable and very, it took the whole CrossFit community by surprise when they did it. Normally what CrossFit do is they, um, at the CrossFit Games, which is an annual games event, you know, they have hundreds of thousands of people around the world watching this event. It's massive. And they used to stream it on Facebook and on YouTube. So when I wanted to watch it, I would go to Facebook or YouTube and watch the CrossFit themselves would stream the games right Mm -hmm. so the decision they made last year was actually they were going to get rid of their entire media department and they were going to outsource um the streaming to uh, other partners so they were they in effect created the live stream um but you could uh you could go and use that stream and do your own commentary on it so i could have set up like i could have been a crossfit media partner i suppose um, and do my own commentary over the live stream, which meant that people around the world could uh, watch the games in different languages. So you'd have Spanish partners, Brazilian partners. Okay. They would then commentate on it in different languages, which is why you've got the different languages, which made it totally accessible. And this is quite fascinating, not just because they did that with the media, but also because this is an e-commerce podcast. <laughs> we should talk about e-commerce. <laughs> um, but also because they have outsourced um, their e-commerce side of things so they made it the reason they made a big decision to do this was because the crossfit games was taking over crossfit if that makes sense they didn't when they started crossfit they didn't start it out with the crossfit games in mind they had much they had a very different vision very different ideals and then this crossfit games thing grew into being a bit of a monster and it kind of was the tail leading was the tail wagging the dog is that the phrase? Mm-hmm. I don't even, it's something like that. Um, it became the wrong thing that was leading it. And so last year they're like, no, 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 we need to get back to who we are, what our vision is, what our roots are, what our values are, and just do that really well. So they changed their website. Mm-hmm. They changed how they did media. They changed a lot of things about the CrossFit Games. And they even outsourced their whole e-commerce side of things so that they could just focus on their core activities, which I think is quite a remarkable thing to do. And principally because... They realized that there were better people at doing media, so let the people do media. They realized there were better people at doing e-commerce, so let them do e-commerce, mm-hmm. and we focus on what we do best. Um, and so it was a company in London that actually won the, the e-commerce bid. I wish I'd have known about it because I definitely, definitely would have contacted CrossFit and said, hey, we can definitely do your e-commerce, right? Um, you know, with like the collab project thing. It would have been amazing to do that with CrossFit, so I feel like I've missed a big opportunity. Yeah, sounds like it. That yeah. would have been real fun. It would, because I've got a load of gear, like a bigger discount. <laughs> and maybe a CrossFit gym. Yeah, I think that was part of the reason why they got it, because they've got a CrossFit gym. They've got a box down in London. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you're ever in London, go check it out. Whatever it takes is the name of the store. Um, and if you go to the CrossFit site, 
they will take you to whatever it takes, which is their new e-commerce partner. They're called whatever it takes. So yeah, really fascinating. This whole thing about getting back to your core roots and outsourcing what you're not so good at. The, the figures on Morning Chalker basically tell me, though, the whole thing was a massive success. Because, like I say, it caught everybody out. Everyone's like, what are you doing? Are you nuts? And then, like, 12 months later, they're all going, that was a genius move. Mm. And so it's worked out really well for them. Cool. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. That's the news. So now, let's get back to it. I'm here with the fabulous Michelle. Michelle, say hi. Hi. <laughs> and if you don't know Michelle, Michelle is director here at Jersey Beauty Company and runs Jersey. So, Michelle, we're going to talk about Black Friday. Okay. Let me start by asking, what's, what's your current thinking about Black Friday? Love it? Hate it? Personally hate it. <laughs> with a passion. Uh, for lots and lots of different reasons. But I am not a big fan of Black Friday. But I appreciate it's around. Yeah, yeah, you can't get rid of it, right? Um, so why do you hate it? Um, I think it's people's expectations of, of what it is. It's, it's now become that people wait for the Black Friday sales. They wait for those offers that they, they expect. So the rest of October, November just completely stops for businesses mm. and it, it Businesses are now controlled by Black Friday. So you think Black Friday's had a negative impact on businesses? Yes, I think when it started, it was there was a massive hype. The supermarkets got involved. The likes of the Amazon got involved, offering great deals. Um, and every other company jumped on that bandwagon, and it's companies are now pressurised to be on that bandwagon. Mm. But I don't think it's always beneficial to companies. I, I feel that they feel like they have to offer something, but it's at such a cost to their business. Yeah. There, there's the profitability there. There isn't the profits anymore in a lot of companies, N not just small companies, but large companies. And more and more, the companies that were really offering them great deals, if you look at Black Friday now, they're not actually offering great deals. But people perceive because of the word Black Friday is in front of it that yeah, they they're, are great they're deals. getting these great deals and they're not yeah. because ultimately somebody has to pay for that. You know, there's extra labour there, there's extra um, extra purchasing that needs to happen, extra marketing, and that all costs time and money. Mm. But if you're selling something with 50% off, then you need to sell twice as many as what you did previously. Mm. And I personally don't feel like feel like it's worth it. And I think people, I think the public are getting a little bit fed up with Black Friday. Mm. You know, there's, there's a particular high street company that I always think about. It's a European high street company and they have never got involved in Black Friday. Who's that? So that's Zara. Oh, Zara. Okay. Yeah, they've, they've never got involved with Black Friday. And I think it's a clever move. They never jumped on that bandwagon. And therefore, if you want to purchase from Zara, you purchase... Any time during November. So they've trained their customers, haven't they, not to expect yeah, Black exactly. Friday. Exactly. So they don't they don't they don't email bust. about yeah. it, they don't they don't go, you're gonna get anything better on Black Friday mm. than this week before. Whereas so many other companies have gone on about Black Friday, Black Friday, Black Friday, that people go, I'm now not gonna purchase throughout the rest of November. 
Yeah. I'm going to hold off. Especially sites like Amazon, you wouldn't do that, would you? Because no. you know they're going to do it. Yeah, it's exactly. That you, you are waiting for this deal. But then the problem becomes is they've waited, they've waited, they've waited. And then people go into mass panic mode and they go on and they don't see the deal that they want. And then unless you've got something else on the site to attract them, your site's looking good, they'll just instantly click off. Mm. So you're paying for people to keep clicking on. There's, there's so many other implications of Black Friday. But the, the supermarkets originally were offering like TVs for ridiculous prices. Oh, you and remember the can you remember the, yeah, the yeah. fights and fights. the... Yeah. Supermarkets have pulled away from that. The mm. likes of Tesco and that, they're not doing great deals anymore. No, Asda don't do Black Friday. No, no they don't do it. And mm. there's a reason for that mm. because they would have had to have so much more manpower and, mm. you know, they'll have spent on their marketing and and they would have their profits would have been no greater. Mm. So do you think then for Jersey Beauty Company, Black Friday... Um, has been a good thing or a bad thing? So we've tried various different things for Black Friday. And one is to try and encourage people um, to join the site. And again, those people that that get involved in that, they are not the people that are going to come back. They're just mm. after something for free. That's, so that proves it. When, and when we say we've encouraged them to join the site, it's we promotions have been run yeah. to get their email address, basically. That's it, yeah. Um, or we've given something which is almost free on the website to get yeah. their details. Or free to get yeah. their details. But that's, they just want the freebies. They're not mm. interested in returning. Because there was one time we got like three or 4,000 emails. Oh, yeah. Just really straightforward. Uh, but then when we looked at that data and went, well, how many of those three or 4,000 people ended up buying from us again? Well, it wasn't that high. <laughs> <laughs> no, was, there, there weren't yeah. many digits there. No. Put it that way. No. It was it was really low, and that just shows the mentality of people around Black Friday. They're after something for nothing. Mm-hmm. Their mentality is something for nothing. And for Jersey, those those customers are expensive. Mm. They there's no they're not going to come back. They're mm-hmm. not going to re- repeat purchase. If we're going to do those deals, then we do those deals with our loyal customers. Mm. Our, our customers that we value and will come back to us. Yeah, the ones which, um, yeah, are our favourite people. Yeah. <laughs> In some respects, the, one, yeah, the, the ones that we think are great and, yeah. you know, will come, back time, we'll and come back time and time again. And last year was far more profitable from Jersey's point of view. And we offered, instead of doing discounts, we just offered more in the boxes. So yeah, let's let's look at that because last year we made the deliberate decision not to get yeah, involved we did. in Black Friday. We did, and it was really the first time that we decided to yeah. do that, right? Because before we were like Black Friday, Black Friday, Black Friday, yeah. um, and last year everyone was kind of nervous, going, "Well, we're not going to do it." Yeah. And so, what did we decide to do instead? So we were fortunate enough to be uh, supported by, um, particularly one of our suppliers that decided to do Black Friday. Mm. Um, and so we, we did quite um, a large slef- selection of gift with purchases. Yeah. So they got like a really ridiculous amount of gift with purchases mm. for purchasing on the site. So they didn't get a discount from anything. Nothing, no prices changed, but they got more in their box. They got a bigger great, value. A greater value of their box, mm. um, which they can use to create their own gifts for people around mm. Christmas. So it, it was that sort of marketing. 
And so by increasing the value, we didn't discount. Yeah. And for us to increase the value wasn't difficult because the suppliers worked with us on yes. that. Yes. Yeah. And so the bottom line was profits were great. Profits were great. Because we didn't Yeah, discount. they were. Yeah. They were. And it it was looked like there weren't as many orders coming through, but the orders that had come through were more, were more profitable. profitable. So it's not about going, oh, great, we got X amount of orders yeah. on this particular day. You go, well, yes, we got this amount of orders, but what is the profitability there? Was it worth it? Was it worth the extra manpower that we needed, the extra packaging, the extra marketing that we spent on that? Yeah. It wasn't. And we made that decision last year and, and that worked well. That worked really well so for us. are we carrying that on this year? So hopefully, um, as long as we get the support from the suppliers. our suppliers, then that's easy to do. Mm. But I think it's important from from a company's point of view not to lead the customer down this expectation that they need to wait Until for something right. great. Yeah. You know, we, we made an important decision last year, way before Black Friday, to say, we're not waiting for Black Friday. Mm-hmm. This is, we're offering great deals now. Don't yeah, wait. Yeah, we did. And we started to push it much earlier, didn't we? We did. We, we started did. to push that whole gift with purchasing much sooner. And, yeah. Um, and get it in people's heads. Listen, we're not doing massive discounts on Black no. Friday, but, you know, you can get great value right yeah. now. And that really worked. It, re- it really did work well. Whereas previously, and like a lot of them have done, it's been like a secret. Mm. We're not going to tell you what it, what Black Friday is going to be until Black Friday or the the day before Black Friday, and then. Yeah. But that's just created this hold off of spending. Yeah, sort of wait off before you give us your yeah. money. Yeah. So did we? Um, or did Jersey sort of say to customers, "This is what you're going to get on Black Friday"? So, um, yes, yes, we did. Just before, um, we made a point of yes, this is what you're going to get. Black Friday, mm. not like weeks before, but a few days before. And I think part of that decision was down to the fact that come Black Friday, everybody's inbox is tripled and the rest. Yeah. And yeah, to massive, be honest yeah. with you, the the open rates on there for every company must massively go down because people are fed up of seeing the word Black Friday. Yeah. And the subject line, Black Friday. Black, Black Friday, Friday, and it's like, yeah. oh, I, I'm not interested. I don't want to open it because... I know I personally feel like I don't have the time to go through that inbox to clear yeah. it all. Yeah. Uh, and I can't be alone with that. So I think it's important to mention it before mm-hmm. so that before everybody then becomes inundated with um, the Black Friday emails. And to a certain degree, because people, it's easy for people to uns- unsubscribe now. I'm struggling to say that word. Say, it's not an easy word. <laughs> so... <laughs> If you bombard them too much, they're, they're just going to unsubscribe. Yeah. yeah, and you've lost them anyway. Then, yeah. um, so I think it's really important not to annoy customers over mm-hmm. that that period because a lot of people are shopping, a lot of people are you know emotions are high, and mm. you know the last thing they want is another twenty emails off one company in a week. That's true. You do see a lot of companies actually send you 10, 20 emails on that yeah, day. Yeah. I mean, it's a ridiculous amount. It's nuts. Yeah, and I know nuts. personally, I go, right, that's it. I've had enough of you unsubscribe. Yeah. yeah. So, it's so I guess it depends that. on what kind of company you are and what you're selling. But because we're a company that wants to be a, around long-term, like these long-term relationships with customers, you know, once you buy your skincare setup, you're going to keep buying that, right? For the next <laughs> 10, 20 years. Yeah. So, 
and we want you to keep buying it from us. Mm. Um, I think if you're a kind of product where actually like a fidget spinner, <laughs> do you know what I mean? And it's got a very short, yeah, shelf, short. Life, shelf life. Yeah. You're going to do the 20 emails on Black Friday. You're going to get it out as quick as you can. Um, so I think, yeah, depending on what kind and of... The, and there are some benefits because if you've got, you know, um, some dead stock as such that you need to get rid of mm. for cash flow reasons or just to clear it, then mm. this is your perfect opportunity. It's a good time for that. It is a good time for that. You know, as long as you do it well and, you know, you and give Don't a, create precedent no, for yourself. No, this is a great time to mm. get rid of that. Yeah. There's an argument. I mean, because Jersey sells other people's products, um, it's very difficult for us to create this culture where it says we don't discount our products. You know, like yeah. Apple never discount anything yeah. ever, um, which in an ideal world, you'll just go, we just don't discount. You know, you get the product, it is what it is. And yeah. sometimes we might give you a few extra bits and bobs along the way, um, increase in value and give with purchase. But it's hard when you're selling products that other people are also selling online because then whatever Jersey has to do with Black Friday, you've also got to weigh up what all the other competitors are doing on Black Friday, yeah, right? that's right. Um, how does how does that, does that enter your thinking when you think about Black Friday? It does, but at the same time, you can easily be pulled into trying to compete with them. Mm. And that's not, that's not good either. You, you've got to make a decision and go, well, if they want to beat us on price, mm. then let them let them do that for mm. that weekend because y- you have to make a decision. Is is it profitable for you mm. to try and beat them? Mm. Because some people will always be cheaper. Yeah. That, and if you're after that sort of customer, that customer will never stay with you anyway. Well, no, because they're always price hunting, right? Yeah, they will always go to the cheapest. Yeah, and then it becomes a race to the bottom and actually they're not your ideal client. No. They genuinely are. So tip then would be obviously make the best decision for your business. But you would say from your experience, actually Black Friday doesn't have to be just about offering the crazy big discounts. No, it doesn't. It can be just a simple thing, adding an extra simple thing. It can be just... Black Friday is about making your site look good as well. So if they're going to come onto your site... You know, make it attractive, make it so that actually there may not be a best deal, but there is something suitable that could be for that around mm. that seasonal time. Um, so Black Friday for a lot of companies is not just about discounting. Mm. It depends whether or not you've got stock to get rid of or not, but it's not about discounting mm. because you've then got yourself into something that people expect. Very good. Thanks, Shell. Watch this space. If you want to see what Jersey's doing on Black Friday, check out jerseybeautycompany.co.uk. Sign up to the emails and I'm sure you'll see what it's all about. But in the meantime, thanks, Shell. Appreciate you being here. Thank you, Matt. You've been listening to the Curiosity Podcast with Matt Edmondson. Subscribe and join us next time as we carry on conversations about all things e-commerce and digital business.